0: why there wasn't some value to the Karim or the Kusim or the Tztokim or any of the other groups who are committed to keeping Torah Shabakah without Torah Shulikha. And the argument that the, the second argument that the Khatim had explained, that like we saw last time, was really the argument that Chazal also used in their own words, and that is, if you're not going to accept the tradition of Torah Shabakah, you're not even going to be able to read just the names of the Aleph base, it doesn't say in the Torah, it's given to us by The way that each vowel is pronounced, it doesn't say in the Torah, it's given to us by The words in the Torah aren't given vowels, and therefore what's the correct vowel in each case is also Torah Shabalpeh. And therefore he makes the case that there isn't such a thing as being able to make any sense of the Torah itself without the Torah Shabalpeh, even the simple thing is how to read it. And that's when he some examples, I don't have to repeat all of them, but just as an example, when the pasuk says one shouldn't thank you, it's so It's imoi or That is that one shouldn't cook a goat, a kid in its mother's fat or its mother's milk. There's no way you can see that from the Torah rights because in the words of the pasuk there's no bells. And therefore he says you can't read without the Torah Shabbat, without the Shabbat. So that's where we were left of last time. We're holding in my mashishi or at best. And on that, on that uh, the king answers back. This is al-Khazari. In other words, al-Khazari agrees, and he says it's true that the being able the Hishtatlus, which is needed to explain the Torah, is a Chayva. You can't get around that. It's something which is imperative. Regard to the Torah in a way that it can't be changed. Okay. There's a tremendous to the way that we, have, we understand the Torah, in other words, how what how it makes sense. We see from the vowels and the explanation given, say there in order, it's only something which is, which means it had to be given to us to understand this chakhmah it's not something that comes on our own it's not from an erich, from a value which our chakhmah could provide in any way and therefore and therefore it's impossible that it would be accepted by everybody that everybody would on their own agree to a similar interpretation or reading similar the Psakim. Unless the Rabbim, everybody, had all agreed to that Or from an individual who ever accepted to explain to them And uh, why the Khuzari is making this point Is because this is, uh, is an argument against what the kara'im themselves believed The Karayim believed that Just like I understood this, they didn't believe in Torah Shabbat. Eh? They didn't believe in anybody had the right to explain Torah better than anybody else and if that's the case, even within their own circles, each uh, member of the Quran could read it their own way and explain it their own way. Why, why is your way of reading better than mine? The Torah is what's given, and anyone can interpret it the way they want. And therefore, the, the ability to come up with a coherent and meaningful explanation of it, well, not everybody could. If everyone's looking for on their own to try and make head or tail of the Torah without a given interpretation of Marush, without a given explanation of Marush, so not, not, not necessarily would, would, would every uh, suggested way of interpretation make sense. And therefore, uh, he says, It's true that the way we have the Torah is something which shows a khachma, and something which makes sense. And it only would have happened if either there was an agreement of a rabbi, if this is the right way to read it, or they all accepted one person's way of reading it to them, which obviously the Quran uh, didn't believe it. The talking to to shi'aqab the haman and it's impossible that everybody would accept an explanation of an individual, unless they accepted him as a Navi, or they accepted that Hashem had told him what to say. Because again, working with the Karam's philosophy, and that is that they didn't accept the Torah there, so why should they accept for one person, and this is the correct way the Torah is meant to be read, or this is the correct interpretation, it must be that they would accept that either that person was a Navi, or that that person had some other way of knowing that this is what Hashem wanted, which wasn't coming from himself because he would not accept people's interpretations. He's just the smartest person there. Why couldn't he be just the smartest person? Okay, so I says it says the Kozari, ki a smart I mean, person, um, who isn't given assistance from something spiritual, Notice he doesn't have a gilui of, of an nevuah, something to tell him what to say. So Mishu, karav Rebbe Chachma then that if that's the case, somebody who is all similarly intelligent will change everything. You thought it meant like this, well I think it means something else. And if that's the case, to, to get an agreement on what the Torah means, it can't be the product of one person's Chachma. Because if that's the case, anybody else is a can challenge that. You think this is a threat, well I think that's a threat. So why will people listen to the one more than the other one? In other words, it's in the arena of Chachma. It's in the concept of what people are suggesting interpretations. So it might be so for one person comes along with a, a, a more accepted interpretation or something which was more convincing, but there's no guarantee that Rabbi will hold like that because anybody else will come with a different interpretation. As now, see by or any other... Of course, like any non Torah movement, they keep redefining the Torah for themselves. It's start off of one level, and they'll redefine it lower, redefine it lower, because there aren't bounds by any interpretation. As I said, my you have Yeah, yeah text and that is, we mentioned last time that the fact that the Korayim or the Tzotkim, wherever they were, they didn't accept Torah Shabbal Peh, it doesn't mean they didn't accept Nebuah. They accepted Nebuah. <coughs> they accepted them were Naveen, and they accepted not just Moshe Veda, but all the Naveen. If Hashem says something to a Navi, they would accept that. The argument of the Tzotkim was, or the Korayim later on, it was that they didn't accept people's own offered interpretations. That you think this is the truth and the possible, you says you're right. But something which, which the person saying is in the word, this is what Hashem said, they accepted. They held they had held the, held, held the whole Tanakh. Oh, so start talking about there. but, So, therefore, the first point is that's why the, 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 the Kuzari puts into their words here if somebody would come along as a Navi and say this is the interpretation of the possible, no one would argue with that. Um, it's an interesting thing. I heard from Mari Barabi, Mesh Reza Khan Debracha. When did the Karayu start? The Kusin, it's like, when did these groups start? They started from the Samelim of Antigonus and Antigonus was the first uh, link in Third Transmission who never saw a Navi. Never saw? A Navi. Shimon Atzadik was the Misharak and Sagdaila. The Knesset and Sagdaila, they were still Navi. Sachari, Chagga, Malachi was still Parashk and Sagdaila. Shimon Atzadik was Interactive with Navi. He still saw Navi. His student, the next generation down, was the first star that never saw a lobby. The first star which was t- totally reliant on the transmission of Torah without Nabur, and that's exactly when the mistake started. Because that's when they broke it. We can accept Nabur, we're not going to accept non Nabur. And that's what, the, or obviously it's wrong, but that's where the mistake began from. And as when there's a dar of, or a, a process of transmission of Torah without Nibu, that's just what people know, what people understand, that's what they objected to. So the king saying it's true. To give an explanation of Torah it will be accepted universally in the Navi, because everyone will accept. And if it's going to be just the person's chachma, well, not everyone's going to accept chachma. Uh, the other chachma will say, "We think better. We think differently." Now, obviously, I'm not talking in the we world of sorry people. People arguing in the Mavur. I'm saying accept that as well. well that was different points. They were ashamed. They didn't listen to what Hashem was saying. But there wasn't an argument if they were Nabiim or not. We then found that the Nabiim, there was a question of whether they were the Nabiim. It's the people who were ashamed. They listened to what they They didn't want to listen to what Hashem was saying. I oh, hope it's an off topic question. So how do they last so long? mean if there were everyone going this way or this way this way How so did they last? That well, has always been the case. Every door interprets itself, so it keeps changing. But they lasted for I think, like spent a few, at of time. They lasted, uh, yeah. They're that's true. There's still a shamanim yeah, today. There's still, yeah, there's still a of these people around today, if you look hard enough. They're, but it's uh, without any miscarriage. Uh, they lasted because they onto the Klai Israel. So they, beca- they remained as a fringe group of Klai Israel. If they would have left us, we would There's no Qayyishra. Keeping Teshuvah the time at some point. On. No, but they never, they never, because they always had to have more. Like so, to speak, people defected from Klal Yisrael to join the race, keep it going. It was something which banish itself. Now, the just like explain this a little bit, not talking about like now, even in our world, but just to show this how how matches the said that the Khazari said here is right mentions before in a different context. And that is, you see, throughout the length and breadth of Torah Peh, there's always arguments. Whether it's a the Mechlokas Tanayim between Eslam and B'shamayi, or uh, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir, or whether it's the between Amarayim of and, and Rava, or Papa and Ravashi, or it's a the Mechlokas Rishonim, or it's a the Mechlokas the, 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 the entire Torah we find at every stage the because every day is a There's one person uh, in the history of Ta'a Yisrael, obviously since Moshe Ben-Mashe. But but uh, since, since, uh, since uh, let's say, the end of Nevoh, there's only one person that no one ever argued with. And that's the Ariza. No one argues with Ariza. The Goy accepted him, the Bat accepted him, and the Rashash accepted him, and the Chidor accepted him, and the Rachal accepted him, and the Ramipan accepted him, and all the of his daughter accepted him. And the answer is partial, there was nothing to argue with. Because everything he said, I said, this is what Yelawana, told me. So what are you going to argue with it? He told him. He had, he had a Masari. So you can't argue with it. What he meant and how to interpret it and how to explain it, there's tremendous arguments. Yeah, all the different schools of Kabbalah, all the different schools of Kabbalah uh, argue with each other about what Arizal meant. That, yes. But what Tarizal said, there's nothing to argue with it. Because it wasn't something which was said in his own fire. Whereas Whereas when a Rashi says the Peshatma Gemara, it's Rashi's way of learning it, the Rabbi can argue. If even in, the, in the times of the Gemara, if a bias says, this is my Havana, the Rabbi can say, well, I have a different Havana. So as a, when you're relying on people's understanding, on Khafma, it's welcome to argue. Different people see things differently, and it's good, because it's meant to be like that. The Torah is multifaceted, like we know. But when someone's coming, either as the or he's coming with a Kabbalah, this is what was said in Shemayin, what's it to argue about? It's not that he's on Spar. So it's not like you can say, well, I think differently. He's telling you, this is the information there is. And you see the same thing also about the Zaya. The same Rabbi Shimon, who throughout the, the, the Talmud is argued with by everybody. Uh, Rabbi Yud argues with Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yoshi argues with Shimon, and, uh, Rabbi Shimon, and Chong argues with Rabbi Shimon. The same Rabbi Shimon the Zaya, everyone says what he says. No one is the word not like him. Why? It's the same you saw because if Rabbi Shimon is arguing with Sugya, it's a question of what the Zaya is, so you think of something like that. But if you're telling me this is what you we were told in the Shemaimon, you wanted to argue about in, in Kabbalah, in the Kabbalah, that's what was given, okay, we have to accept it. And therefore, it's the same You you said, as you said, if something which has, to be, which has to be unanimous has to be understood that it was given in a way that don't no can argue with. If it's a, a one person's understanding or one person's khachmah, someone else will think differently. They'll be barking from Achraikas. Like so where is he going with one of this? And therefore, the fact that everyone reads the Torah the same way, we have the same names of the letters and the same vowels and the same uh, way of reading the words, you have to say this came from the verb. You have to say this came from that uh, there's a Messiah around that. Because otherwise, how would, how would anybody agree personally? A system which works the whole way through the Torah, how would everyone agree to it? And therefore, the I says it's true. No one can argue with that point. What's to the Quran that we accept that he said it's an abort? He says he's a Navi. If you're talking about somebody who's a Navi telling us to do things, so the Torah says you have to check him out. Is he a Navi this or not? text um, explains how we check out the Novi's Novi If a person comes to us, So then we know enough to know, does it, is it possible what he's saying is right? The only person of But what was given to him, so it was understood by everyone else, so there is a Torah is In other words, it has, it has to work in the Torah. And therefore, if, if someone makes something up which isn't true, so you have enough Naashem G'dalim who also, learning Torah, who would be able to say, this isn't right. Whereas, if you have, we're talking about, we're talking about people like the Ramachal, the Ramami Panam, the Vilnagon, the Baal whoever you want, and all the Doris since then, the Rashash, people have had Gilini Yon in their own rights. And, and they're all working, this is the end, this is what was given, so what's it to say? How do they stems? It stems. The, the, yeah. no, the, they also they also have, they also have a Yon. So the Makhligas and Rabbein also the entire question, no, of what's that's pshat. that's pshat, that's explanation, you can explain like this, you can explain like that, and it's meant to be like that. Because we come to explain the Torah with a person's intelligence so we can see it from different aspects. The Torah is big enough to incorporate lots of perspectives. So make that you the understood one way, the God understood a different way, and the understood a third way. Okay, so now we can have arguments argument in Havana. But the facts are the facts, and I'd argue with it. Havana is you can't make things up. This is what was Nimsa. So you're giving over what was transmitted to you, what you accepted, you'll be able to give over. But Khimithan himself writes lots of times. He writes for this is what the result said. Did he try and understand it? Of course. He wrote his own spawn to try and explain what the result meant. But he didn't mix the two things up. The one thing is what I heard. That's the combine. That's what I heard. That's what the result said you got from a So that's Kachaz. Now, I'm trying to understand him, I want to explain him, whatever it is, that's already my interpretation of what the result said that's different. And you see he's very careful about this one. That, that, to keep the two things in separate. Anyway, we're not talking about Kabbalah. The, the point I just want to use as a martial law is something which is going to be universally accepted can't be something which is relying on a person's interpretation because then there's one person wants interpretation. So there's a different interpretation. The Torah isn't limited to one way of understanding only. And therefore, when it comes to the names of the letters, the vowels, how we read the words, and uh, pretty much that's unanimous. There's no, there's no argument there. It must Masculine, this was some Samirosh. Because otherwise, who is going to make up the system which everyone else is going to agree with? Okay, and that's his point he makes. So the Chabbis says, They just have to accept as a tradition passed down, which is how to read the words, what they mean. The Quran have to accept the same tradition. If anyone's going to agree that this is the way you read the Torah, that's what the Torah says, then they're agreeing to the kabbalah agreeing to the transmission of what the, how the Torah is meant to be read or else they wouldn't be able to read it the same way okay so that, this was the argument of which we already began last time that he's trying to build up and that is that you see that just to even to be able to read the words you know what that is how they sound you need them a sir I <coughs> your argument I here but I'll tell you what the Quran's response to this is okay let me what the Quran say is you're right. they broke into two things. There's one thing that you need for a Maserah to read what the words say. Okay? That they are willing going to accept. There's a Muserah to read what the words say. But now, more than that, in other words, more than just taking what the words say, now we know how to read this, the scroll of the Torah, now we have to read it, that will accept the Muserah. Now you want to add, you want to add Ka'al uh, you want to add Hadachah, and, and you want to add things based on whatever it is, that's not... In other words, I said you're at right. to read the Torah as it is. We need the Kabbalah. We can't do more than that. We can't do without that. Then. So they accept the Kabbalah. But to to now branch out beyond that and add more than what it says in the Torah, that I won't accept the Kabbalah. Well, I wouldn't say, say that. The didn't accept Torah Harachamish Doesn't say in the Torah. So you'd give me this to consider on the side. Give me this. And they didn't accept them the <laughs> What I'm saying, what we're saying right now is that even Torah present so it's, it's not really because it's neat unto us the way how we learn how to darshan things. That's the Let's talk about first. no The It's not So that's the they make. If it's the way to explain the words in the Torah, they're willing to listen. If it doesn't, you can't stride in the words in the Torah which mean it, they're not prepared you. So how does the Chacham answer this? So there's two steps to answer. The first thing he says is There are a number of levels of number of kitas, number of, of levels of what you have to accept in order to read the Sefer Torah. In other words, it's true that the Quran the will accept what's needed in order to read the Sefer Torah. Says the I'm going to tell you, it's not just knowing how to read the words and what the vowels are. That, uh, that they need the Kabbalah for. There's a number of levels of Kabbalah that without, and you have to accept That without that you can't read the words of the Torah. The first one is that's the vowels. Umi uh, The the timing is where you put the breaks between the walls so you know how to put the phrases of the Psukim together. Umi Pasuk, that's the same idea in just the times of phrase, the Pasuk is a whole Pasuk, where you break up the Psukim. Umi Masairas. And when it comes to the Messiah, we need an explanation. Not just to how to read the words, we explanation of the words. Because the what needs to be understood, the, Inyan, the concept which the Torah is conveying, you need more than what the words of the Torah say. Because if you're just going to take the words of the Torah, you won't to understand what the Torah wants. It's going to give us a few examples of this, and that is that the Messiah that you need to read the Torah isn't just. Uh, have to read the words. It's also what the, ter- the context the Torah is talking about. Some of them are well known. Some of them are not well known at all. It's traditional the Kizari. So, for example, this first example is like Hatira. Have a look. If you take the example, of the first mitzvah the Jews were given. This month is the first of the month. Now, which month are we talking about? Maybe they're going in the mitzvah in the Egyptian calendar. And whatever the Egyptians call their first month, that's what they're talking about. Oh, maybe it was Chod Shea Kaslim, Avram, Maybe are talking about the Kaslim calendar, which Avram Avinu has in Hebrew. All the Torah says is this month is the first month. It doesn't tell which month we're talking about. Which calendar system we're we talking about. Maybe it means like the month of the sun. The month of the sun means the Mazalist. The, uh, the spell of Masalus, each was the frozen order. So it would be the, the zodiac man, in other words the star month, basically. Or we're going to the months of the moon. Or maybe you mean or we're going with years on the moon But Yaskimim Hashemesh We're going to have to land the sun and the moon, which is the Khidrish of the Torah, by the way, that we can land two different calendars. Because uh, as we know, the Christian world just works with the solar calendar, the Muslim world just works with the lunar calendar, uh, the Chinese world has the own system altogether, but uh, the idea of trying to line up the two together is only the Torah's in Chiddush. And then if you ask him, Oisam, Imshne Hashem is which is the Chacham of the Ebra of how we line up the calendar, the two keep always stay aligned with each other. It says in the Chacham. How writes it? She shibune Kerem, Shuvah Maspekas I want the Quran to answer. What is the pasuk talking about? This month is the first month. Which month? Which month? Which calendar? Which system of counting? How you going to know that? And what? Messiah. The answer is going to be we know that it's talking about the Lunakan. We know it's talking about The Torah doesn't say Nessim. All it says is is the Chayyush Chadashim. That's all. It doesn't say it here. It says it later on. Maybe the This is what the is talking about. So that, that's my example. And so how the Quran going to answer it? The, how they're going to read it? Now you can read the words what's talking about the, the Indian what the, what the Prophet means you have to add more to what the Prophet says for us the title I'll, I'll answer the Quran I'll ask another question what allows you to eat a living animal because this is the famous example only true the biggest example it says the Torah says you, must, you have to animals like I commanded you where? No way in the Torah is to say how you meant to check the animals. So when it says, see, we see, like I commanded you. There is no way he commanded us in the Torah. This is always when the eyes they bring, that he sees the Torah about there. But, say according to the Qur'an that don't have the Torah about there. What does it mean? Hi, what, what do you have to do? What does it When it says, What does it mean? What, what does v'icha mean? Maybe we just have to stab the animals. We have to decapitate the animal. And is to And What well, the way that the other nations used to kill their animals to eat them. What's wrong with that? Where well, does say you can't do that? And what does the word to be Zavech mean? What do you want us to do? The Torah doesn't say. So you're going to read the words and say you have to be animals and the animals, and the Torah doesn't tell you what it wants you to do for that. So are you going to know what to do? Same thing. But you see, the Torah says you can't eat Chelev. It's very serious. What's khalif? The khalif is mixed with all the other parts of the meat which are mutter. If anyone's ever dissected an animal and you see it, you see it. it's not the same thing, it's all over the place. And you have to see this is not khalif, this is not khalif, this is shumma, this is part of the khalif karas, uh, this is part of the khalif karayim, uh, and this is mutter, and this is also. Where do you see that in the Torah? The Torah says, Daniel khalif. The Torah doesn't say what the khalif is, and the parts of the which are mutter to eat, the parts which are chayef karas. Where does the Torah tell you what to do? The Torah doesn't say a word. The Torah doesn't say a The Torah doesn't say what the Khalif is. Khaylab doesn't mean fact. There's a lot of fact that we can eat. It's not fat you can't eat. And even Chazal doesn't have a good gather what's what. And at the end of the day, the Shaykh Nara says you have to have a cabal. You have to see. You have to see and have a mess of what's yes and what's not. Because there isn't clear rules what's what. Well, I'm going to ask for everything. And he says, they saw the Torah, the Torah said what you can and can't do. what's the geter, what's called, what's what's called, what's the Torah doesn't say. you don't have to talk to each other about what you can eat, what you can't eat. Same thing. In other words, the Torah can say things, the Torah doesn't, even, even what they're going to agree, the Torah says, but the Torah doesn't clarify what it means. The Torah says, do this, do this, whatever it is, the Torah doesn't go back to tell us what, what are the terms he's talking about. Now, he's given us three good examples, we're going to see about Shem tomorrow, we'll finish. He gives many, many examples, but if you think about it a bit, examples are just the tip of the iceberg. There isn't a single mitzvah in the Torah, kimat, maybe some of the right says, but besides for those, like the Isurim of Arais. but besides for those, there's kimat not a single mitzvah in the Torah, that if you just have the potluck, you'll know what to do. Because the Torah is assuming you know what it means when it tells you what it wants. For example, the Torah says, you must put it, uh, that the tfirin should be an What's it fitted? What do you meant to put in? Zosacida? How are you meant to do it? The Torah doesn't say anything more than that. The Torah says uh, same thing. The Torah says, It's like a beautiful fruit as an estrogen. Which one? There's no way of knowing what the Torah wants you to do. And the Torah titzis. You must put titzis on the corners of your baggage. What are the titzis? How many of them? What are they meant to look like How are you meant to get them out? All these things that the Torah is assuming you know. And uh, you'll think about it, there isn't a single mitzvah that you, if without the you can read, and that's the Gazara's argument. And that is, just like you have to admit that you can't read the words of the Torah without without some kind of musara you to read. You also understand that you can't. You don't, you don't know what the Torah is referring to when it talks about things without a mitzvah. What, what 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 the words mean? And that's the case. you are going to have to come back to the for explanation as well, not just for being able to read.